What is up? You are listening to a brand new episode of the Losers Bench. My name is Blake Mitchmore, and with me, as always, is Katie Deering. What's up, Katie? Hey, Blake. This is a very strange thing because we are actually recording in the same room. I know. I'm in town in, in the DF dub this weekend, and, and I can actually look you in the face as opposed to just staring at a computer screen. What a better view that one, is. Wondering if you're giving me the finger or not. If you're wondering, the answer is probably yes. That's, that's true. <laughs> All right. Enough of that. So what what are we talking about tonight, or today, or this week, or whatever? When, whenever this is broadcasting. We are talking about support systems. We talked a little bit about pre-op, um, different guidelines that we had to go through, all of the different things that we experienced before surgery last time. And today we're going to be talking about who or what helped to support us through that before surgery transition, after surgery transition, and then um, what kind of support, I guess, do we wish we would have had? So this is an interesting topic to me because like a lot of things I think we've learned as we've done a few shows and we've talked through this, I think you and I are going to have vastly different stories when it comes to this because I didn't know anybody that had, you know, this surgery had been down this road before I had mine. Uh, was Instagram even a thing nine years ago? If it was, it was a lot of really heavily filtered pictures of like flowers. Yeah. And now there's a, you know, obviously a huge community um, that is heavily involved on Instagram. So, you know, I guess to start it off, I mean, obviously my um, family was very supportive of everything I, I decided to do because like I told, when I told my story, I was at 29 probably headed towards some pretty serious health issues really mm -hmm. quick had I not done something. But I didn't know anybody. I mean, I knew one person that had um, gastric sleeve surgery. I knew another person that had bypass. But that's pretty much it. I didn't have anybody in my life that knew this story or knew what this journey is and, and you know, the, how to deal with the restrictions that you have either pre pre-surgery, post-surgery, and just life in general after. So in a lot of ways, I was kind of on my own. I didn't have like a sounding board of people to go after. Now I had a lot of people that were just all behind me and whatever I needed, but nobody really understood what I was going through. And I think that could be a both a curse and a blessing because, you know, in 2019, when I had my surgery, everything is so easily accessible online. And if you were to look, you would find 30 different stories of people that had gastric sleeve, what I had. And, um, a lot of what's talked about online might not be the positive thing. It might be the negative thing. So, um, as much as, and I'll talk a little bit in a minute about who did support me. I had a really big insecurity and fear about even telling anybody about getting my surgery because I did tell a couple of people and I got a lot of, well, you shouldn't get that. Cause I saw this article this one time. Um, so, so there are more opportunities I think now than, you know, nine years ago when you had your surgery, but I think it's interesting kind of hearing both of our perspectives because I think that there's struggles for both. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Um, I didn't really have, um, I can only think of one person that was a, you know, he's not even, I mean, not cause something happened with just grown apart over the years, a friend at that time that 
kind of tried to talk me out of it, but he didn't talk me out of it. You know, he wanted me to do something, but he just was very apprehensive about the whole surgery aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I didn't have anybody that was, now I had a couple people that said, are you sure you want to do this? And and when I said yes, I'm like, and they knew my mind was made up, that was all that the conversation happened. Um, I did have the same kind of trepidation you talked about as far as telling a lot of people because, and, and even more so back, you know, nine years ago when I had mine, surgery was taking the easy way out. It sure. was, oh, uh, you're, you're just doing that because you don't want to go through the effort to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't tell a lot of people. I mean, I told, you know, people like you, people like Justin, people that were friends, family, but I mean, I didn't, you know, um, I took pictures for myself and I took, but I didn't post stuff on social media. I didn't, I mean, really, I don't even know if I had Instagram back then, but Facebook, I didn't post a lot on Facebook until well down the road. Um, when I started to feel more confident about myself, because there was that big aspect of people that was just like, Oh, well, you're just, you know, you're just taking the easy way out. So yeah, you know, I mean, for me, when you talk about, I, you know, seeing your journey now i wish i had you know the instagram community out there because just the people that know what you're going through would have been big for me because i was kind of you know it's like you said i think it's i think it was good in the aspect of i just had to figure it out and i had to just make it on my own sure but i also think it would have been nice to know that there were people out there that even if i didn't know them very well even if they weren't like friends like real real close friends that knew what I was going through and understood the struggles that this is. And it, mm-hmm. because it is, it's a big struggle to, if you're going to be successful at it. Well, I think that there's, when we think about actually like receiving support, I think that there's layers of that, that we have to have, right? Like um, I would say to people who haven't had surgery yet, that if you do not have a support system of, let's say if you are married or you're living with someone, if the people inside your house aren't supportive of you, It's not to say that you can't do something, but it's just going to be a whole lot harder. Like if Justin, my husband, wasn't 100% on board um, with me getting the surgery, not in a, not in a like, hey, wife, you have my permission to do stuff kind of way, but more in a, this is going to affect all of us in this house. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to balk at, you know, we can't, you know, go out to eat as much or whatever the changes are. Um, having that support system where he was able to take off work a couple of days with me. Um, and I, he's never made me feel bad about having to make different changes, you know, um, and outside of my house, my, my family, my parents, the people that I care the most about, I think having, having their support has been really helpful for me mentally. Um, I think anybody that gets to the point that, wants to have some kind of a weight loss surgery, like you've done all of these other things and they haven't worked for you. And so there's this emotional, like there's this emotional toll that you don't even realize is even going to happen even once you have your surgery and beyond. And so like having people who are on your team, who love you, um, who, who are wanting this to work for you, I think is so, so important because that way, you know, you're not constantly sabotaging yourself because you're around people who are making horrible choices all around you. Right. And, and I think you're dead on there. And that was something, you know, from my perspective, not that I didn't think he would support you, but that was something that from my perspective, I was worried about 
for you is the atmosphere that you live in here with mm-hmm. a with a husband and a child here. Yeah. Because it it, it has to be like, you know, a, a life change for you, which means it has to be a household change. Whereas for me, you know, when I went through whether it was not having, you know, a certain type of food in my house or, you know, when you go through the liquid diet phase, I could just not have food in my house. I didn't have to worry about anybody but myself. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to have that added support, you know, system or layer in place mm-hmm. and somebody else buying in like you did. Yeah. So from that aspect, it was probably not that it was hard on you because Justin, you know, supported you. You've talked about how much he supported you in this from, from the jump, mm-hmm. but I didn't have to worry about, is this person going to, you know, be all in with this is I just had to worry about myself and, you know, keep it. Okay. Well, just not buying food and right. it was easier that way. I think, you know, one thing to kind of unpack a little bit is like you were saying you weren't very public except for in your smaller circle. And I think, you know, different people, I've seen different people have many different approaches. Like there are some people that are about to have surgery and it's just like, I'll tell whoever because they're going to notice me losing weight anyway. Like I don't want to lie about it. And I was kind of in between because once I told a few people and I kind of got some not negative reactions, but just not necessarily like super supportive reactions. And it's not coming from a place of malice. It's coming from a place of ignorance of, I don't really know what this means and I have never experienced what you're experiencing. And so that sounds scary to me. And you know, the only things I've heard are these negative things. So I want what's best for you. It's not coming from a place of negativity, but where I was at emotionally, it would not have taken much for me to be second guessing myself to go like, Oh, should I do it or should I not? And so I was very, very private until I had lost a substantial amount of weight to where it's like every time I posted something online, just like a picture of my family, I would get five or six messages from people I know on Facebook being like, girl, what did you do? What diet are you on? You know? And I, I got to a point where I was confident enough in myself that I could share it, but it took me a long time. Like my, um, the Instagram that I have, the VSG Ravenclaw account, I created solely so that I could participate in that online community and keep my account private, which I did for a really long time. I didn't make it public until right before we started this podcast, to be honest, um, so that I could control who could see it. But you even kept that. I mean, you even, to unpack that that a little more, you even kept that really private, not just not making it public. I mean... I know you kept it private from some family for a mm-hmm. while. You, I mean, as somebody who understands it and somebody who's been through it, you, I mean, not for very long, but you kept it private from me for a little while because I mm-hmm. mean, it's just where you were at. I think, you know, I think that one thing that when people go into this process and especially um, in the Instagram community, and I want to talk a little bit about just like what that is. If people are listening and they're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, but people get in there and there are thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of specific weight loss surgery accounts on Instagram that are all connected in this community. And every single person has had a different experience and every single person has had positives and negatives about different things. And everybody has different surgeons outlines or or different guidelines, you know, and all of those pieces. And so I think that it can be very easy 
to compare even just the support systems that other people have or what other people have experienced and to internalize that and to say like, why isn't my experience that way? And so that's why I think for me, I was just, I think I was overwhelmed at the prospect of someone possibly saying something to me that I didn't want to hear. And I was so in the zone of what I felt like I needed to do. And I felt like I was in a really good place with my surgeon and my nutrition that I was kind of a machine. Right. And so support systems started to look more like just that online forum for me for a while. Like I wouldn't really talk about it even to my family or this and that, but I would post different things or enter into a dialogue. If I had a question, I would ask somebody, you know, via direct message on there um, just because it felt almost like I could control it. And there wasn't this risk of someone who's known me for a long time coming in and giving me random feedback that would like me. Well, no, (laughs) you know, um, I think that I don't know why I just raised my hand, by the way. This this is the interesting part about being in the same room is we have some like nonverbal, like noddings or whatever. And I'm like, nobody can see us do that. Um, no. And it's not necessarily a conscious thing. I think I just would get to the point where I would, think that I was sharing things that I wasn't, you know what I mean? I don't know. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, you know, I mean, I think there is a certain subconscious level of that, that you just, you feel like you're sharing, but you know, maybe you are, maybe you aren't, but I think that's okay. Depending on where you're at, you know, this is something that is so personal and so, um, emotional. And, you know, I mean, I've told people, for years now. And I think, you know, you know, this, you know, the further you losing the weight is great, but what happens to you mentally and emotionally is far more the reward to this than the fact that you can wear clothes that you, you know, are proud of, or that you look good in clothes anymore. That's, and so no matter what, whether you're the person that shares nonstop from point you know, from the very beginning to the end, or you don't share anything until you feel comfortable with yourself. Or, you know, for me, it was kind of middle of the road or, you know, it doesn't matter. It's whatever works for you. And it's whatever, you know, whatever helps you be successful, because that's, that's the point to this. You know, when I first started this journey, however long it's been 10 years now, I had a blog that was called getting my life back. Cause that's what I felt like I did. You Mm -hmm. know, I got my life back, you know, and I could be in, you know, in a lot of ways, I didn't feel like I was a functioning person anymore. So that's what this is about. So it doesn't matter. Whatever works, whatever support staff you have, whatever, as long as you have people that are positive and supportive of you and just want you to be healthy. That's all that really matters. Well, I think you bring up a really interesting point in that the kind of support that you need throughout this process changes, right? 100%. And so like when I think about having people in my house, right, and having my family, that was more of just like the physical support of how are we going to make food together? Like where are we going to socialize? Like what are dates going to look like now? Like those kind of things. And then there's this whole other layer of emotional support that, um, changes and shifts a little bit over time, I think. And that's where I feel like the Instagram community came in a little bit for me. And so for those of you that have heard us reference that and don't know what that means, um, if you go on Instagram and you search any of the hashtags that have to do with weight loss surgery, and so you go on and you'll type in gastric sleeve and it'll pop up 
tons of posts, you know, uh, same with VSG or WLS weight loss surgery or RNY for bypass. Um, and so then you go on and you see all these different accounts. Well, um, once you start to click on those things and you start to like become friends with some of those people, you develop online friendships and relationships and you start to familiarize yourself with kind of groups within that community that talk to each other and tag each other in posts and all these things. And, um, pre-surgery for me, that was such a good support to show it was possible because I think I've mentioned this a couple of times. I was convinced that I would be the one weight loss surgery patient that this would not work for. Um, I don't think I'm alone in that. I hear people say that all the time. Like, I just, I wonder if this is going to work for me. I had multiple times convinced myself that they didn't really take out part of my stomach. Like I, (laughs) I, you know, anxiety is really fun. Um, uh, you never told me that before. Oh my gosh. The first time I ate food, I had heard all these things about like one bite and I'm so full. I do I remember like, you talking about that, but you've never actually told me that I had my self convinced they didn't take out it. I was like, is this a, is this a scam? Did they just like put some incisions in there? And then like, we called it Cut a day me open and we just for, for the money. Um, you know, and every now and then sometimes I'm like, I feel like I can eat and eat and eat and eat. Depending on the day. Just but, wait till you get to 10 years. Oh, that's so encouraging. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> but um, when I plugged in there and I would see like the before and after, like I started looking at the transformation pictures on like Transformation Tuesday or all the things. And so that would help me get in a mental place to see there are other people whose bodies look just like mine and look at what they're able to accomplish. And then from there, I was able to um, dialogue a little bit. Like I would message people that if I, they said something that was funny, I would respond and be like, Oh my gosh, yes. You know, just very casual LOL responses. And then I started to get tagged in a couple of like challenges or things. And by the time it was two weeks post-op, I actually had two different people from Instagram send me care packages the week before. So one person, Melissa, who I've become friends with on Instagram, she sent me a scale uh, a Bluetooth scale that I still use. That's awesome. And she sent me one of those little stuffed uh, cartoon sleeves, bury the sleeve. Um, and then another person, um, VSG journey to healthy, I think is her handle. She sent me, um, a necklace and some protein samples and some vitamins. And it was, you know, such a small gesture, but that was such deep friendship because we had that shared experience of, they knew what I was about to go through and they wanted to show that, Hey, they're invested in my journey. Yeah. I think that's cool. And I think that's something that, you know, again, we talked about earlier, probably went around when I had mine, Mm -hmm. but that I wish I had, because I mean, you have your family, you know, for you, like you had your friend like me that had been through it, but it's still not the same. I mean, it's not the same as knowing that there's just other people out there that just are behind you, you know, in a lot of ways. I mean, I think we all know this, whether it's family issues or not, Family doesn't have to be behind you. Mm-hmm. Friends don't have to be behind you. But it's kind of, you know, it's kind of expected. You know what I mean? Sure. Like you expect that. Like you expected me to be, you know. Mm-hmm. So to have people out there that it's very unexpected for them to be that behind you and be in your corner and do stuff like that. I think that's really cool. It is for sure. And I think, you know, what's been exciting is even since surgery happened, like I remember the day of. Um, inspiration for the name of this podcast, right? Like I have a picture 
where I tagged, uh, I said, it put hashtag losers bench. Like I'm finally a member of the losers bench. And it was that day. And so many people on Instagram shared that post. It was just like, think good thoughts for Katie today. She's having her surgery and people would message me right after that. And it's also been really cool that I was able to connect with a couple of people who had their surgeries within the same few weeks. So we would be able to trade stories back and forth, you know, um, how things have changed a little bit since then is I got to a place physically where I was like, I felt like I was in the zone in so many areas, like mentally I'm strong food, not a problem. Like I was just kind of like trucking along and I finally felt confident enough to share with like my other Facebook and my other Instagram and kind of with everybody. I'm very open about that now. And I will say as somebody that that is very cool for me to see that you are doing that now. Yay. Thanks. But, um, you know, I, I was in a place where I could handle that if I got a negative comment that I could handle it, it wouldn't stop my progress. Cause I'd already lost, I think over a hundred pounds when I had posted, you know? Um, so there wasn't much room for people to say that that wouldn't work or that I shouldn't do it. Cause people could see that I was healthier and happier and all of that. But, um, I think since doing that, I think that support has looked a lot different and people really rooting for me as I try to do these different next steps that aren't necessarily involved in weight loss, right? Once I hit my number, you know, the identity crisis of what happens next. Um, but as I start to try to, you know, exercise more or work out, like people have been so supportive to say, I want to do that with you. Or if you ever need somebody to run with, call me because I go and I run at the park on Saturdays or whatever. So I don't know. It's, um, and I'm super introverted. So it's been really cool to see how support systems shift and how different people in my life have, I don't know, evolved with me to give me support as well. Well, Katie, we got a big episode coming up next time. We do. I'm very, very excited about it. We have our first guest that's coming on to share their story. They might talk about the, you know, their support staff, what, you know, if there's been any ups and downs, their success, their failures, where they wish that, you know, all the stuff that you've heard us talk about the last few weeks. Now it's time for somebody else to share their story. You care to tell us who's coming on? I would love to. So, you know, this is a great follow-up to this episode because Katie in New York, she's my name twin. Uh, She was one of the first people that I connected with in the Instagram community and um, was just very encouraging helped me get plugged in and she has lost over 180 pounds. Um, and her name on Instagram is Katie underscore got underscore sleeved. And she's going to come on, uh, next episode and just kind of talk through her journey of surgery and, um, talk through some of those things and just share her story with us. So she's funny. She's talented. I'm excited to talk to her. Um, our accents are very, very different because you know, we're over here in Texas and she's a New Yorker. So, um, I'm excited to have her on. Me too. I mean, I, I, from what I don't know her very well other than seeing her on, I've never talked to her other than checking her Instagram out, but from what you've talked about, she's got a real, you know, cool story. And I'm just excited in general because, you know, I think we've talked about this for me. This is something that I really want to be a big part of this, um, show is giving somebody, giving people the opportunity to share their stories whether it's sharing successes, sharing failures, sharing, you know, what's worked, I guess that's the same thing. (laughs) Now that I say that out loud, um, 
you know, I think I said this in my story. I'm a firm believer that somebody out there needs to, you know, might stumble along this show and need to hear whatever Katie has to say or whatever the next guest has to say. Mm-hmm. And it might cause them to have a breakthrough or to have that moment to where they, you know, they figure it out. Well, and Katie has a unique perspective in that her husband got um, the sleeve a few months after she did. So they're a household that has two weight loss patients um, who I think deal with things very differently and have different um, hangups and different successes and stuff. So I'm excited to hear her perspective about support systems too and what that looks like in her house. Me too. So that'll be in two weeks. Katie got sleeved on the loser's bench. Yep. Whoop, whoop. So that's it for this week or this episode, whatever. I'm, I'm not a professional podcaster. Hey, you're, you know, super cash on the couch, kind of lean back. I do feel cash. I got, I got a cocktail. I'm on the couch. It's a cash episode. When you listen to some of the other episodes we're recording tonight and Blake starts to slur, you'll know. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, that was good. So next episode, Katie got sleeved. We'll see you next time. All right. If you want to connect with us between now and then, our handle on Instagram is Losers Bench Pod. We'd love to connect with you. And until then, later, losers.